Welcome to Elevate, the podcast brought to you by Elevate Beauty Lofts. I'm your host, Pam, and every episode I'll be bringing you conversations inspired by real life situations. I believe that sharing our experiences is one of the best forms of connection, community, and therapy. Join me on this journey with a glass of wine, a full heart, right here on Elevate, the podcast. Okay, so welcome back to another episode of Elevate the Podcast. And today we have a special, special guest here, (laughs) Lucy Staves, a.k.a. the Barefoot Brit. She's got a wonderful accent. Um, And this is our first time meeting Maskless. Um, And we're going to talk about a little bit of what she does. So she does reflexology and she does Reiki. She's actually um, top reflexologist in Oakville 2021 and 2022 to come. Um, She has like such an incredible like touch to her when you're getting it done. I snored for half of it. Um, After my first Reiki with her, I was addicted, but that was the first night I never had a dream because I was that relaxed. Um, but anyways, uh, she is here. I'll let her introduce herself a little bit. And we are going to chat about the importance of Reiki, reflexology, and relaxation. Thank you for coming on, Lucy. <laughs> let them know a little bit about yourself that I haven't already said. Sure. Thank you so much for having me, for starters. Um, I'm really excited about this. Um, so, yeah, my name's Lucy. Um, as Pam said, I'm a, a reflexologist and Reiki practitioner. Um, if you can't tell from my accent, I'm from London, England. Um, <laughs> sorry, I'm just going to turn off these notifications. So it's okay. See. We keep it raw around here. We don't We don't edit. We just keep it all in. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> My husband asking me to get toilet paper. Uh, <laughs> <and> stuff. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. As I was saying, uh, if you can't tell by my accent, I'm I'm from London, England. Um, oh, why are they still coming through? Because oh he really goodness. wants you to get that toilet paper. Yeah, but really wants that toilet paper. Oh my God, I'm sorry. He's bypassing uh, the phone. <laughs> it it's could it could be in your laptop. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. I'm going to need that Reiki after this for, um, yeah, exactly. for <laughs> toilet paper related Reiki. Um, anyway. Uh, yeah. So I'm from, I'm from London, England. I've been in Canada for about just coming up to four years. Um, and I love it here. I kind of feel like I finally like came into my own when I moved here. Um, oh. Yeah. 
Um, it's funny. I'll, I'll I'll talk about that in a little bit, but yeah, it definitely like my my practice and my own like healing journey. Like moving to Canada has been a huge part of it. Um, but yeah, just a little bit of my background. Like yeah, I am. Um, I actually worked in marketing for a long time. Um, oh, wow. I used to work for a big newspaper in London. It's very stressful. <laughs> I loved it, but it was very stressful. And and because of that stress. Um, I started having reflexology to help me manage it. And um, I kind of got a bit, little bit hooked. Um, for those of you that don't know what reflexology is, um, it's a holistic therapy. And it's based on the principle that there are um, pressure points in your feet that relate to all the different parts of your body. Um, it's very similar to acupuncture in its um, kind of what it's trying to achieve and, and the principles of it, the, the idea of these pressure points. But rather than using needles, um, we use our hands. Um, so use a combination of acupressure, which is like a, a pushing, um, a massage to stimulate all of those points and try and help um, reduce stress and tension in the body, boost circulation of blood and energy, um, and then kind of uh, support the whole whole body. So try and help your whole body rebalance and realign and, and support your natural healing system. I firmly believe that like our bodies were designed to be able to heal most things ourselves. I think we're just so busy and so stressed. Yeah. We, we kind of miss those cues and miss them, ignore them, um, and, and kind of things spiral and escalate and, and stress takes over and stress causes so many problems in the body. Um, so, so that's the reflexology part. I've been a reflexologist for about um, six years now. Mm -hmm. um, and I love it. And then more recently I trained to be a Reiki practitioner. So um, Reiki helps it kind of the, what we're trying to achieve is the same thing. That idea of like releasing stress and tension from the body making sure that energy and, and our blood and everything is flowing properly through the body and, and supporting that rebalance, realignment, whole body healing. Um, they're trying to achieve the same things, um, but it's, it's a different technique. So uh, Reiki is much more about um, targeting the individual energy centers or chakras within the body. Um, if you kind of think of them as like spinning wheels, um, those wheels sometimes get blocked or are spinning too much. Um, and they, again, they just need to be like opened, um, balanced, calmed, depending on what's going on in that area. Um, and yeah, rather than just focusing on the feet, um, I look at the whole body starting right from the crown, right down to the root and just trying to, um, use my hands to, um, channel energy that's all around us. Um, it's, it's, it's not, anything like that's coming from me I just am kind of the channel for this this universal energy that we get from the sun and the air and the earth and the water that's around us and use that to kind of um address anything that's going on energetically in your body um and yeah I com I combine the two together I love that I think it's a really nice way of doing it the more like hands-on um approach through reflexology and then um kind of yeah looking at that whole body healing reiki um, yeah, it's like a powerhouse. It's like the powerhouse yeah. combo. <laughs> yeah, it is. I love it. Um, and I, I've been going, I'm privileged that I can offer both of those things. So, yeah. Yeah. It's, and it's interesting it's, that you say that, right? Because hearing how you got into reflexology, which brought you into probably Reiki, 
but it's almost like we were talking about um, this in a previous episode where sometimes the things we're going through in life can actually be a blessing when you fast forward two years later. Oh, a hundred percent. Like the, the Reiki side of it, like I was quite skeptical about Reiki. Yeah. I am. Um, I thought it was, I don't know. It was a little bit too far for me. I was like, what you're going to like fix something in my body without even touching me. Like, yeah. Okay. <laughs> not sure about that. Um, I, I'm as a, as a practitioner, like I'm very touch based. So yeah. I love putting my hands on people in an appropriate way, <laughs> but yeah, putting my hands on people and like feeling what they're feeling and helping them feel good. And, and for me, like that's a huge part of it. Like making someone feel better is by touching them. I'm the, I'm the kind of person, like if someone tells me they're not feeling good, I want to hug them and, and touch yeah. them and make them feel better. I'm a very tactile person. So when, for me, for Reiki, it wasn't really something that I even considered that much. And then, um, a colleague of mine is a is a Reiki master and she she's amazing. And I, I was going through something really difficult. Like my grandmother died um, back in England and we had quite a complicated relationship. And I had a lot of mixed feelings about her passing, but also being so far away from home. Um, this was right before the pandemic. Um, and yeah, I, I, I had a lot of mixed feelings about whether whether I could go home, whether I should go home. It just was a lot. And this colleague offered me a Reiki session and she kind of talked me into doing it. And um, it changed my life, like both in the sense of my own healing journey. Like it, it was definitely, I was getting a lot from my reflexology sessions, but this definitely added something extra to it. Um, but also, yeah, the path it's taken me down from, a, from my my practice and my, my business. Um, I'd never considered practicing Reiki. And the first session I had with um, this colleague, she said to me, like, you're going to be an amazing Reiki master one day. And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, thanks. And like every, every session we had, she was like, you, you have this amazing healing potential. Like you've only just started to tap into it with your reflexology. Like you need to lean into this. And I was just like, by this point, I was on board with reflexology, uh, for, with Reiki in terms of my own healing, but I still didn't think it was something that I wanted to go down. And like, yeah, as the sessions went on, she, she again, she kind of talked me into it. <laughs> and, um, and yeah, and I'm so glad I did. I, I did my Reiki level one with the intention that it would help me with my own healing. Like as a a reflexologist I take on quite a lot of energy from my clients and I was never very good at shielding that which was um I'm kind of I describe myself as a bit like a sponge like I'll just like everything yeah. that like everyone's feeling which feels wonderful for my clients um <laughs> but it's it's quite draining for me so I started um practicing Reiki to to help myself with that so like making sure that I wasn't taking on so much energy, but also being able to let it go at the end of a session. Um, and then, yeah, I just got hooked and I'm really enjoying exploring where Reiki's taking me. <laughs> I, um, and, and in my first time meeting her, so um, backstory, my good friend Cassandra went to Yoker for a scalp massage and that podcast is coming, Scalp Facial. And I was offered this reflexology with my appointment. I was like, whatever, YOLO. And uh, yeah, I, I met her there and I, I was telling her 
after my appointment, um, well, then we booked another appointment for the reflexology and the Reiki. And I was telling you that I actually took Reiki myself, but mm. I didn't I didn't go into it in practicing. It was more taught to me because somebody that I had met told me in my profession, that's what we're doing. We're taking on because sometimes yes. after work, I would be like, I don't even have energy to talk. Like, I just feel heavy. And she was saying, yeah, you're taking on everybody's energy while you're there. And I do remember her saying, like, even if you don't think you're practicing it, when you're at that shampoo bowl or when you're applying those highlights to your client, I do know, like, sometimes I feel different things and I can feel like, ooh, this one's like having a downer today. So it's like my body kind of knew how to position myself and position the conversation and just who I was going to be to show up for that person because they needed it. Mm -hmm. But what I haven't done enough was resetting myself after each client to kind of be like, who, because your body feels heavy. And yes. sometimes I would describe it as like bugs crawling in my skin. Yes. Like it just felt like itchy, like, oh my gosh, get it off. Because some people, and it's not that they're just like, oh, they're a bad person. They're just carrying a lot of weight. Right. And the then thing. we end up taking it on. That's the thing. Like someone might be coming in to you to have their hair done, but there's other stuff going on in their lives and they're carrying yeah. that around with them. And and yeah, if you're taking that on, then that if you don't know how to get rid of it, that stays with you. And that, yeah, that's that then. Yeah. If you, you then need someone to help you take that away, <laughs> yeah. which was basically happening to me. Like when, when I was having my Reiki sessions, um, yeah, my Reiki master would just be like, she could, I was just covered in other people's energy and was like carrying that round and around. And I think we do, I see it a lot with my clients who are parents, like you see them, the amount that they carry, like, especially when you put your hands like on their shoulders and their arms, you see like all their children's energy that they're carrying on them. But then, yeah, if you multiply that by the amount of people that you're touching in your work, both both physically touching them, which you do, but also, yeah, just through talking to them, like, and them telling me their story and that that as well is like a way of taking on energy and it will just stay on you if you don't wash it away. <laughs> yeah, and you know what's funny? I um I, I got a dog last year and one thing I saw too is dogs have like a natural energy clearing to them. So and they don't need to be cleared of it. Apparently I was reading this article, but like they naturally know how to like replenish and restore you, which If you think about it, there is dogs for like kids writing exams or in nursing homes, like because they kind of just lift you up, which lifting you up is probably removing anything that's tearing you down. Yeah. So again, energy, but which brings me to my next topic um, we were talking about a little. So some people, when they hear Reiki, especially if you're like um, religious or Mm -hmm. Sometimes people hear the word spiritual and they think, oh, no, this is some like witchcraft type of thing. Mm -hmm. But if you really think about it again, like our bodies are so reactive to the spaces around us. Like when you think of go place yourself barefoot in the grass and that will help ground you and recenter you Uh, every morning, walk in nature and the trees will help energize you. Uh, We need vitamin D from the sun, but it's still an energetic type of force that's coming in. So when people hear this stuff and they're just like, oh, no, I can't do that. Like uh, it goes against my belief system or whatever. But 
it's actually all one because if we're a part of this world, right? And we're living on a planet Earth where there's a moon and a sun around us and we're all just kind of rotating. It's kind of the same because in our last session, I remember telling you, I felt like discs. I could just hear like a zzz, like discs were just flowing through and buzzing around me. And that is energy. And even like, you know, when you meet somebody and you're like, oh my gosh, I could just feel so good around you or whatever. It's just an energy thing. Or when you walk into a room and your stomach has a weird feeling and you're like, we got to go. Yeah. That kind of energy or... Mm -hmm. I guess people want to call it intuition, but it's still energy. So what does it feel like to you when, um, pick any like emotion, but a dump of it, like somebody's extremely sad or depressed or angry. Like, what does it feel like when you're practicing on them coming into your body and removing it? Okay. So, um, sorry, that was a lot. <laughs> I know, I know. Um, so in terms of like what I feel during a session, yeah. um, so it's, it's slightly different from, I would say with Reiki and reflexology, like it's slightly different with reflexology. I, it's not quite as heightened as it is with Reiki, but I definitely feel stuff. Um, mm -hmm. especially since I was Reiki attuned, like I feel it more. Um, sometimes I, I just directly mirror things. So, um, I've had, this can be very physical. So I've had like, I had a client in the past who has tinnitus and, um, after I did the first session with her, like I had ringing in my ears for like 24 hours. Um, mm -hmm. and I, I don't, I don't, that's not something I normally experience. Um, yeah. and it, it usually goes away. It, other physical things I've had before, um, are, I see quite a lot of pregnant clients and quite often during a session, my legs will start to get really restless. And then as we talk, mm -hmm. I, they tell me that, yeah, they've been experiencing restless leg syndrome, especially at night. So there's, there's things like that, that are physical that I feel, um, headaches, like people that get a lot of headaches. Sometimes I might get like a sharp pain. Um, there's definitely physical things that I feel, um, more emotional stuff um yeah when I'm working certain areas both in in reflexology and Reiki um so for example a lot of people carry emotion in in their chest in their heart chakra or in their solar plexus which is like just just below the diaphragm um and if someone's very anxious has been experiencing a lot of anxiety I will feel that like a rush of anxiety suddenly be like <gasps> and and I'll feel that that fear same with like sadness, um, especially I feel this a lot with like my um, infertility clients. Like when I'm working their um, uterus reflexes, I'll just get a real feeling of sadness. Um, so there's sometimes I feel it like that. Um, other times it's uh, I'll feel it as, as a heat. So I might notice, like, again, especially if someone's very stressed, quite often I'll get really hot, like I'm having a hot flash um, during a session. And, and that's that, that energetic release that they're having, which comes through me. Um, what, what's interesting is once I um, started practicing Reiki and got better at, like, centering and grounding myself, rather than just feeling, like, <laughs> sweating through the whole session I would actually feel it like come into me and then rush down to my feet and then leave my body like it's it's 
really cool how that can happen. Um, but yeah, sometimes it's, it's hot. Sometimes it's cold. Again, if like someone's having an energy release, like sometimes you get a, a shudder. Um, that that kind of stuff, and it's stuff that we all experience. But yeah. you just either don't look for it and listen to it, or you just brush it off as something else. Like think of all the times when you you've yeah you've had like a shudder. That always mm-hmm. means something. Yeah. But we just we're conditioned to think like oh it just got cold for a second or yeah. it was just a draft like it's it's not it's something energetic that's happening around you and and depending what your belief system is it could be that a spirit's passed through you or it could just be yeah that, that you've had an energy exchange with someone um, yeah. but that that happens all the time but but like you said going back to what you were saying about we're constantly releasing and taking on energy through the earth and through going for a walk um, out in nature or swimming in the lake, like taking in sunshine. These are all energy exchanges with the earth. And essentially that's all Reiki is. Um, But again, you're you're just not conditioned to think it. You're just like, well, of course it was nice going for a walk. I, I stepped away from my desk and I got some exercise and some fresh air. And it's like, but you also like, yeah, grounded yourself through like walking through nature and, and then took on all this beautiful energy around you. And that's that's why you feel good. But we're just not trained to think like that because we're log- logical, scientific yeah. thinking creatures. <laughs> yeah, it's so true. It's so and it true. Is, it's just changing your mindset. Like once you're aware of these things, like you notice it more. It's kind of like, you know, um, I have a lot of banter about this, but like, you know, kids believing um, like the whole thing, like, you know, Santa, Mm -hmm. Santa is a feeling of like joy that comes through you and it brings this thing. But like, by the time we get to a certain age, we've become so logical and practical that we don't believe that there's magic in life anymore. We don't believe that life can have those moments that are unexplainable, like Mm. everything has to have a reason. And if it doesn't have a reason, then it it just possibly something you made up in your mind or you added meaning to, and that's just you. It's not real. Um, But I remember when you did my reflexology, you're like, whoo, it's felt like, I can't remember. It's like some, a bomb just like dropped on your hands from like my foot. Like it was just like, whoa, that was like a heavy weight. Yeah. And I was just like, yeah, uh, see you next week. <laughs> and uh, I'm really excited because I'm coming there to spend Valentine's with yeah. you. And uh, I'm coming to bring my niece. And I think it's going to be a great time. But I just think that there is so much in this that is so beautiful. Like I said, like the night that I got it, I'm a huge dreamer. My mm-hmm. dreams keep me up half of the night. I'm running or I'm like escaping something or I'm like, it's always something that just makes me feel exhausted when I wake up. And the night after Reiki, I didn't even have a dream. Like I just <laughs> knocked out and it was like the most peaceful sleep ever because probably whatever was in my dreams was from my subconscious mind, which was taking mm-hmm. up energy in my body. And maybe you had a nightmare that night. Sorry. <laughs> and I hope you don't have nightmares on Monday. Yeah. Um <laughs> But uh, I recommend everybody to experience this at least once with you. I think it's great. Um, It's just an experience to put yourself in something new. Um, There's nothing, uh, 
nothing that can come out of it that is not beneficial. Um, I always to everybody say, about it. <laughs> that's why I always say to people like there's there's some um, some of my friends and like even my husband like I'm not sure quite how much they actually believe in what I'm doing with Reiki and to an extent with reflexology as well but I always say to everyone like even even if you don't believe in it like it it doesn't mean it's not working um but also like if nothing else like you've come and you've laid down for an hour and and someone's put their hands on you and made you made you feel better so even if you don't believe in it I think it's something people should try and there's like you said there's nothing bad that's going to come out of it um and and most honestly most people that even people that aren't a little bit skeptical about it they love it like my son's a really good example he's seven and the first time I did Reiki on him he was he was really scared that I was going to turn him into a frog and (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh he loved it and he said to me afterwards because he's exactly like me he's um he's an empath and he thinks worries for everyone in the world and tries to heal everyone in the world and um yeah yeah, he said to me afterwards he's like thank you like my my brain's so quiet like it's always buzzing and and now it's so quiet (laughs) I need to bring my daughter to you yeah every time bedtime comes she she's very much like me she's a very spirited old soul and every time it's bedtime she'll lay in bed tossing and turning I literally have to put my legs on her to calm her and she'll say but mom I just have so many thoughts and they all rush into me when it's bedtime yeah and it's like she just feels like she has to get them all out or she can't sleep and then like when she gets them all out passed out yeah that is when we do it though like we're so busy in the daytime that you come to lie down and your brain's like amazing now I can do some really good thinking (laughs) yeah like oh my gosh all day yeah I've been doing and I haven't been just present like I haven't been present yeah but um no I definitely recommend I'm very excited again to come on uh Monday um but if anybody wants to find you they if you have Instagram it's at the barefoot Brit yeah. Um, and you can find her at Yoker in Oakville. And there's mm-hmm. a couple other places you practice. Yeah, I'm also, I also work at a clinic in uh, Bronte Village in Oakville called C'est La Vie Wellness. Um, okay. Yeah, they're the two places that I work. Yeah. And if you want uh, information, also, if you don't have Instagram, it's thebarefootbrit at gmail.com. That's the one. Uh, and you can uh, talk to Lucy there. Um, tell her you were sent from this podcast. <laughs> then she'll give me some extra Reiki love, energy exchange. Um, but I definitely recommend um, you guys trying her out, book a session, give yourself an hour to an hour and a half of just time to be with yourself and show yourself grace and just like a moment of love mm-hmm. really at the end of the day. Yeah. Um, but it was very nice talking to you. I think even just hearing your accent in the podcast is relaxing alone. I love Mia. I even set my Siri to have a British accent. You do? I yeah, I, I don't set, like. I don't I like the Canadian American one. Yeah, I set mine to have a British accent, like hoping that she would understand me a bit more, but <laughs> still doesn't. It's okay. Mine doesn't understand me either in perfect yeah. English. I just talk too fast. <laughs> 
<laughs> but thank you so much for coming on. Um, thank you for having me. It was very nice to talk to you and see your face. <laughs> I, have to, I didn't tell you my story about how I came to myself in Canada. So we'll have to do oh that. My gosh. That can be a whole other po- whole other podcast about, yeah, how that, I found my way in Canada. <laughs> you guys are going to have to wait till episode two. Episode yeah. two. Um, and then you're going to have to tell me in person. Or maybe I we know. just do it on the podcast so it, it's like brand new. There you go. Um, okay. But yes, again, thank you for coming on. And uh, I will see you on Monday. And you guys mm-hmm. will hear this on Monday while I'm there. Nice <laughs> Valentine's special. Anyways, get back to your day. And thank you so much again. <laughs> and I'll see you soon. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Elevate, the podcast brought to you by Elevate Beauty Lofts. If you've taken anything away from this episode, it's to live with love, forgive, give yourself grace, and know that we're all in this together. To get more feel-good stuff like this, subscribe to our newsletter at www.elevatebeautylofts.com and follow us on Instagram at Elevate Beauty Lofts and leave a review. But most of all, share this episode with somebody. You never know who needs it. See you next time.